Formex release a watch with a removable bezel. Have Braemont made a cool dive watch? There's a new watch that's inspired by a closed shop sign and we discuss eBay authentication. Welcome back to Casual Watch Talk. You're joined by Sam and Chris. Chris, how have you been? Uh, pretty good. It's been it's been raining here in California and usually that's a bit of a hyperbole when you guys see it on the news that like California's getting rain because we're all, you know, <laughs> we're all wimps out here. Uh, but literally the entire state getting some rain yesterday. That was one of the weird things of living in California, being from Manchester originally, where it rains all the time. Nobody in Manchester runs out of the house and they're like, oh, it's raining. But in California, it's quite the event, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, being originally from uh, the East Coast, I'm the same way, where, you know, they'll like, they'll go live to the people on the street. They're like, what's, what's happening? You're like, I got wet. My dog got wet. <laughs> You're like, okay, back to you. So how, how, how have you been, Sam? Yeah, I've been good. I've got a little apology. We have the podcast. We've been releasing it on odd days. It's because Chris and I have been, we both work full time. So it, this isn't, I'm not trying to make an excuse, but we get so busy in the week that we're trying to fit these podcasts in. So sorry, it's gone from like a, no longer a regular kind of release date. We're still going to do one a week, but it might just be on an odd day. I'll try and do it on Thursdays. Is, is my aim yeah or maybe yeah or uh, our advice maybe uh cash up a couple and then whatever your listen day is just make you know just make that your listen day but you might be <laughs> might be a few days behind yeah exactly <laughs> or we could also mix in some pre-recorded interviews as well i think i need to get mm-hmm. back onto that mm-hmm. i think the last one was uh mike france hasn't it christopher ward but um well shall we dive into the show chris do you want to do uh, let's we did wristwatch check last week so we should we do a watch obsession this week okay uh so my watch obsession i'm gonna uh i'm gonna be getting a new chronograph added to the collection i'm not gonna tell you guys what it is i'm gonna leave the suspense for our odd day podcast in the future <laughs> Um, but I will say it was something that was an eBay search of mine that I think I had, I have to check the date, but I think it's been two years where I've had an eBay search for this particular thing for like two years. And as another, um, maybe as another hint, I really liked the Zinn limited edition that just came out the reverse panda that, that that they just put out well there's another limited edition that's out there that i have had my eye on and uh, uh hopefully we'll be going through a smooth ebay authentication process and then uh and then we'll we'll i'll reveal it here so but we're going to be talking about ebay authentication we're talking about some other stuff so that's that's my that's been my obsession. I I don't want to uh, I don't, sort of don't want to let it out of the bag unless until everything is until I have the whole story. But uh, look for that. A little tease there, and I've used this in the past. If anybody doesn't know, on eBay you can do a really precise search, can't you? You can put in keywords that you're looking for, things you, you definitely want to exclude from the search. That advanced search is quite sophisticated, and then you can save the search, can't you? Similar to like a Google alert. Yeah, my my save searches. I've got. I I want to say I have two or three, and you know, every now and then you just it's it's uh, on on the things. I think in the watch world, on the stuff that we collect, 
you know, it's not that often that you get like uh, an X33 that comes up or like, an, you know, or th- that sort of thing. So that's one of my other searches, you know, give me, you know, show me uh, a search that will probably never come up with anything because I think it's set to like show me an X33 that's like, I think less than 3000. And I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, again. the new one, the so Skywalker. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's time to maybe it's time to update that for 2021 uh, pricing. But um, uh, yeah, so you, you can you can really specify it, and that's exactly exactly the case. So I was super fortunate, and we'll uh, we'll we'll cliffhanger it there. Well, my watch obsession is I'm still waiting on the Seiko to come in. It's not even November yet, and I'm already itching for it. But I still, I've, I've, <laughs> I'm still really looking forward to getting it. I, this, if anybody's not been listening to the last couple of shows, I prepaid for the new Seiko Speed Timer. They're calling it, but the quartz version, not the mechanical version. The I got the SSC eight one five, which is the blue dial, the solar one. I think it's expensive for what it is. Also, I did pay retail because I had to pre pre order it. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm really looking forward to. So hopefully, it's sooner to the start of November than the end of November. But yeah, that's uh, still a bit of my watch obsession there. Yeah, yeah. Available November. You're like, there's a there's a lot of days in November. Exactly. <laughs> Well, why don't we dive into the show and we'll start off with a dose of hit or miss. So, Chris, for your viewing pleasure on hit or miss this week, I have for you, Hodinki wrote a an, a really nice review of this Hamilton watch. This is going to be our hit and miss. And I thought, wow, what a really thorough job they did of the review and you know, how selfless of them to promote Hamilton. And then right at the end of the article, you've got, oh, hello, buy here from our store. Of course. course. And they've really got over the top with it as well. They've said it reminds them of the Black Bay, the Oris 65 and all of that jazz. But it's basically a 38 millimeter pilot's watch. So smaller for a Hamilton using an ETA movement there's something about it. I don't like these. Uh, uh, do they call those cathedral hands? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. With the, uh, they're not Mercedes. They're the with the tall stacked sort of look to them. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's got one hand that's like a syringe hand for our audio listeners, and then the one hand that looks. I think it's called a cathedral hand. It also, I guess, it looks like a bulb of garlic as well, maybe or a tulip. <laughs> um, We'll just yeah, the bulb of garlic. It's got no date, well. so that's a big <laughs> that's a big boo for me. But they're trying something new. They're trying to go down this minimalist pilot's watch. I love the case and the crown and the bezel are really doing it for me. If I had different hands and a date, but what do you think of this? Because they're gonna be knocking this out. They're calling it a, a khaki or khaki, and they're gonna be knocking this bad boy out at. Uh, So I just checked Cathedral Hands. That's the, you are, you are correct. So good pull there. Uh, And the styling is you, this, this looks like that vintage Hamilton that you could, you know, that you could pick up from a seller in the United States, at least, because that's where they were all made for less than this costs. But also, if you wanted that look, here's your chance to get it 
in something that's modern and has modern seals and has a modern movement as new and fresh. Um, is, is, is the super like railroad time vintage watch fad if you can if i can even call it a fad is that is that has that design style faded are we are we peak that do we peak past well that? i think so and there's also a lot of micro brands that look similar to this as well i like the fact that they've used the old hamilton logo i'm actually a huge fan of that What's killing mm-hmm. it for me, other than the date, is the price mm-hmm. because it's out of keeping with other Hamiltons. Because you can pick up the standard standard khaki watch for you know four hundred, can't you? But this is mm-hmm. uh, they're calling this is shop the story. It's nauseating, isn't it? Oh, and they're saying you said uh, seven. It was, it was it's no, nine ninety five. Did I say seven? I meant nine. Nine ninety. I think you said oh, wow. seven. Yeah, yeah. See, even I yeah. So that's okay. Believe it, but yeah, nine. Yeah, close to a thousand dollars. It is okay. Okay, that's yeah, that's that. I because it set it's seven hundred. I, I yeah, I would be tough to make a point there. But three hundred dollars, so one third, you know, thirty percent more of the price. Uh. That's yeah, it's a that's a tough sell. It also it comes with our favorite color radium loom. So yes, I won't yeah. go on an old radium like, I, loom. I, yeah, don't have to go into that. I mean, everybody, everyone who listens to this show knows what we're talking about. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll give it a miss. I I kind of think that it's a little it's a little late to the party. If this came out maybe three four years ago, but I think it would be competing with like the murph watch from uh the movie interstellar and some yeah interstellar and and some other and some other stuff that hamilton did like three two three four years ago so um if yeah if if you love the look of the old you know hamilton railroad watches and you want a modern take that's gonna be water resistant waterproof and Go for it, but I'm, I'm going to say miss on that. Yeah, I mean, it's got a great movement in it. It's anti-magnetic. It's an ETA. We're just comparing it against other Hamilton watches and in that yeah. in that uh, category. So I'm also going to yeah. say it's a bit of a miss as well. So first news story, and we're going to start off with Hodinkee to start with. Just They did a great article on it. It's not poking fun at them again, unfortunately. But um, they did an article on... Braymon. I think they're probably dealers of Braymon, I'm guessing. But what caught my eye is we always go back and forth on Braymon, don't don't we? But mm-hmm. oh yeah, look, the Hodinky shop. But what really caught my eye is this Argonaut Azure. There's just something about this. It's Braymon synonymous, obviously, with aviation military inspired timepieces. So you can even see that. It's got the airplane's propeller on there. But there's Something about the design of this that really caught my attention. I think it's too expensive. It's 3695 but it looks like a traditional, for our audio listeners, traditional compressor-style case with straight hands. Uh, it's got a blue dial, which I'm sure is absolutely spectacular in person. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it because this is the, cause this is the uh, Christopher Ward Talk podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm, does, is it because is it, it looks like the 
Christopher Ward super compressor because that's immediately it what looked, I thought when you popped maybe it Maybe that's it. Maybe that's why I'm drawn to it because it looks like the Christopher yeah. Ward super compressor and it has the date. So maybe that's why I'm so drawn right. to it. Oh, there you go, right? It's, if only the Super Compressor had the date. Okay, well, for what, uh, $2,300 $2, more than the, <laughs> you can you can be yours. <laughs> now, I, I definitely want to, let me just see if it's got the um, the details in there. So it's got a, it's got their movement in it, their modified caliber. I think they're all based on ETA. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm, I'm more than sure okay. that they are. I want to like them because they're a British watch brand similar to christopher ward but i think they actually make Mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff or they assemble a lot of the stuff and machine some of the components in the uk so i really want to like them i know they're extremely good to the british um services they get a stonking discount i think on these braemonts probably because they want to um get these out into military members hands Mm -hmm. but it says here Mm -hmm. uh, on her majesty's armed forces on the back it's not it looks vintage, but it's certainly not based on any vintage Braemont. They've, right. You know, they've only yeah. been around for a brief period yeah. of time. Pete over at uh, Not So Obvious Watches just did a video on Braemont, and uh, I agree with a lot of the stuff that he mentioned, which was, if you haven't haven't seen it, we'll uh, hopefully we'll link it down in the in the show notes. And um, it, you know, he basically uh, to to quickly summarize, it it's sort of like you know his his take is kind of like you can you know you could do better. You know, he's kind of kept an eye on them and the stuff that they do, but the 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 marketing tropes that these companies just fall into, you know, where they are trying too hard to build this nostalgia and build this prestige with the marketing team and not actually with the product that they're making. And so anytime that happens, you sort of, you know, you like you lose, you lose points, you gain points from, from your, from your diehard fans and also, you know, from people off the street. Yeah, it's, we've talked about this loads of times, haven't we? It's definitely hard for a newer watch company. And I'm saying Braemont's new, they've probably been around, I don't know, 15, 20 years, maybe probably close 15-ish. So they're not new, but that's a blink of an eye in terms of the watch industry yeah they're they're relative yeah they're they're actually i would say they're super new so 2002 okay okay so i was right sort of 18 years and they had a few little marketing faux pas we've we've poked fun at them before i've always thought that their prices were high somebody's obviously buying them because they're still around and i want them to still be around but i think for what you get for comparative christopher ward for example i know we keep using christopher ward but even hamilton to use an example there as well you're getting a lot more value for your money and you can see that because this isn't just my opinion you look at pre-owned braemonts they don't retain their value you're you're taking 30 percent off of those yeah whenever Mm -hmm. i've looked seriously at braemont there's never been a question that i wouldn't buy it at pre-owned because i just can't see i just can't see the value in it for for new for example um and uh, so but i wish them luck i really like the look of that super compressor but um anyway let's move on to the next story here this is on watch pro formex did send me the press release for this i just couldn't find it before the show i was kind of scrambling around in my email but they've got this new uh watch which has actually been around for a while but the, the shtick here or the gimmick with this one is it has a toolless 
bezel exchange system. This isn't this is nothing new. You used to get fashion watches that had these removable bezels. There is a pretty good, you know, old Teddy Balbazar did a, a video on this as well, where he just pops the bezel off there and it's that easy. The mm-hmm. question to, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the question to you, Chris, is what well, what do you think for a start? I mean, I don't know whether this is a gimmick. This is cool. If you could switch it around so there was like a dive bezel or a 12-hour bezel, that might be cool. But I'd be worried about the thing flipping, popping off. I feel this is a little gimmicky. It's a little gimmicky. And and a little um, pr- problem for a solution looking for a problem. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, do, I, do I coordinate my outfits via color very occasionally um you know is that uh do do you know do people do that yes for sure uh yeah i don't i don't know if that's i don't know if that's something that i would do and then yes and then i so then i'd be petrified that i'd lose it uh and then so you scratch one up really good and now you're just stuck with the green one (sighs) (laughs) so then you gotta just you know are they going to make replacements? Can you get like a a bunch of different ones? Are they going to be like Pokemon? Can you like catch special colors? It's funny you should say that, Chris, because if we hop back over onto Teddy Balbazar, it's a, he's got a little note here. For the first 100 orders, you can receive a separate bezel variant free of charge using Reef Bezel. So Teddy's getting in on the action here. Good luck to him, actually. I, 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 only, I, I would only ever poke fun at Teddy because I'm jealous of how good his channel is and, and how well he's doing selling watches, presumably. Yeah, I, it, it's, a little, it's a little too gimmicky. If you love this, I mean, I think, the re, I think the Reef, as a dive watch, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, you know, but I, I don't think the exchange bezel would be putting me over the top whether I liked the look of it or not. And I... I think steel sports watches or steel dive watches are kind of like whatever color they are is whatever, you know, unless we're talking about like an orange Doxa or, you know, some, some heavy hit color, it's kind of, you know, it's not, it's, it's not, I don't think it's going to be like clashing with your outfit. And then I have, I have not had someone point out that my bezel matches my outfit. So I guess if that had happened, maybe it'd be for me. But Let's dive on to our next story. And that story, as with all of the stories that we talk about, are in the show notes. So check those out. And while you're there, hit that like and subscribe button if you don't mind. We'd love to have you on there and join the Facebook group. There you go. Got all the plugs in in one go. So, Chris, being a, a watch reviewer, I get emailed a lot about watches over the years. And we mentioned this before about the tenuous backstories there's also a lot of stories that go along with the reason why certain watches are designed a certain way now out of all the weird ones that i've ever heard of why a watch is designed the way what it is i think this one takes the absolute biscuit here this is on watch pro a a watch that is inspired by a shop, a shop's closed sign. So for our audio listeners, if you've ever seen that, that blue shop sign where it's got the red super fat hands that says, we will be returning back at 10 to 1. 
somebody has it was so inspired by this shop sign that they've made a watch that looks like one. <laughs> I'm at a loss here, Chris. I'm like, make sense of this for me. Make sense of it. <laughs> uh, so there's a there's a um, there's a watch based on the you know Swiss railroad, and so this is the gap we're trying to fill. You know, I will say again for our audio listeners, I'm I'm pretty sure you can picture this in your mind. Like this is when you go into like Staples or Office Max and you buy and you and you go past or you go past a shop that's closed for like lunch or something. This is the like blue with the bright red puffy hands that is like will return. Um, I I gotta say they they did a pretty good job. It 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 definitely reminds me of that. It that style though, I mean this. It looks like a toy. It looks like a toy watch. It's. I mean, if you want a conversation piece, you got it. You here it is. It certainly does look like a toy, and you're right. The hands look. They've gone to an incredible amount of detail to make it look like one of these shop return signs. It's got a thousand feet of water resistance. It's. It's on Watch Pro. They're knocking these out for 500 and something pounds, so they're going to be closer to probably the $700 mark. It doesn't say mm-hmm. the movement, and I've not really clicked through it to work it out. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's going to be the NH35A or equivalent oh, okay. Miota. Okay. So it's a kind of a micro yeah. brand. Actually, let, let, us, let me do some on-the-fly research here because they uh, uh, they have it here so it's going to be 775 US dollars mm-hmm. and let's just see if it'll actually tell us what movement is going to be in here you see the automatic yeah me- oh so it's the Miota 9039 so it has actually got okay. pretty decent movement in it uh, not too Sapphire. bad for a, for a yeah for a for a brand but talk a about i mean they're yeah. real i mean they're living this this design aren't they oh yeah that's funny. They're not they're not messing around on this design at all, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I I I gotta give it to them. I feel like they leaned yeah. in. I mean, it was like this is what we're gonna do. This is the welcome sign. Uh, it's got a screw for lugs, so it's pretty heavy duty. Mm-hmm. They're expecting somebody to live in this watch. Oh, and I didn't notice that before, but the dial is um, luminous. The entire oh, it's full yeah, loom, full loom. Full dial. loom. All this right. is almost well. I mean, you're going down a thousand feet, so what? This why not? is almost like a. A Moser level, uh, a Moser level troll, mm-hmm. isn't it? For a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It uh, again. I I gotta give it to yeah. him. Yeah, maybe we should. The last two we could have done for hit or miss, couldn't we? Like the Formic could have been the right. hit or miss. Yeah, and this um, exactly. Watch inspired by this. It's the hit or miss. Yeah, it's the hit or miss show. At this it week, is the this hit. Week. The hit. Or... <laughs> well, don't say that because people will be commenting. This show was definitely a That's miss right. for me. <laughs> yeah yeah that's yes put that down in the comments yeah, let us know in the co- somebody comment something yeah, comment down below <laughs> is this show a hit or a miss in general yeah um anyway well let's dive on to onto fortis now fortis there is they've always made this watch called the marine master so marine master which sounds like maybe a rolex but they've always had this and it was based on their b42 space watch and basically mm-hmm. all they did was just put this very yeah. aggressive bezel on it have you have you ever seen one of these in person yeah 
Yeah, I have. I have. They did this one. Uh, they also did this one in the different colors. They did. Speaking of different colors, I think they're different bezel colors too. They did. There was like a, an orange one wasn't there. And I, th- I even think the mission to Mars one might have been a variant of that with a with a um, quite an aggressive bezel on it. Well, they've gone and completely, completely redesigned this watch. Uh, watch Pro did a great article on it. There's a new 44mm version and a 40mm version. Let's just show you on their actual website. A very distinctive design. It's got a steel bezel. If you go for the 44, it's only available with an orange rubber band and orange around the reholt. Um, but if you go for the other variants here, you've got the um, you've got like a green version with a green dial. I think that one's pretty nice. And they've partnered mm-hmm. with Kinesi, who make the in-house movements for the Tudor Black Bay 58. They work with Norcane. Mm-hmm. The yeah. 40mm coming in at 2,850. Uh, the 44mm is 4,150. I think there is a difference in the movement between the two. But we had a bit of a debate on the Facebook group on this one. I was expecting uh, Robert, who is our dive watch aficionado, to really like this. He was mixed, but Dave, who writes for Fatello Watches as well, so shout out to Dave, he's seen these in person and he thinks they're awesome in person. Well, it's just, mm. what do you think, Chris, on these? I, I, I like their, I like, the, I like it. I like their new direction, the texture on the dial. They are they are striking out into to new territory here. So the the movement is kind of telling. Um, the a new owner when he took over, I think four or five years ago, um, w- wanted to make some big changes, and one of them was uh, chronometer certify everything. And so he's definitely moved into that. So I see the I see the chronometer certification on it, on the on the dial. Um, their design language is changed completely, drastically than than what they were doing before with the, the ones that we were just talking about. Um, you know where where it's just this super aggressive. It it feels soft. It feels uh the the design feels you know smart i'd say i was looking at also uh do they have um some other colors here too they they have like a turquoise or a serenity blue is what they're calling it so i think what the difference is here is that the 44 has got the kinesi movement in it that's chronometer certified and then the 40 has a different movement in it. I think that's the. That's oh, the I see. And they're just writing, yeah, on the dial it just says performance yeah. instead of chronometer. Yeah. So okay. I think, um, so that's what the delta is. Oh, annoyingly, it's got a twenty-one millimeter lug width. But anyway, for the on the on the the forty, but they're certainly yeah. So the you'd have to go with the yeah thirty-eight power hour power reserve performance movement featuring robust anti-magnetic balance wheel for outstanding performance i am gonna strike out and say not even great just for me like i saw that color blue and that is like that i i think that's an attractive woman's watch something that uh, that it seems like they're they're marketing in that direction that color 
um, certainly, you know, gray, green, unisex, but that blue in particular, um, I mean, I'd rock that blue, but, uh, but they're, they're kind of reaching out there and, and, and they didn't, they don't, it, the design is not different. Yes. It's a, a little bit smaller size, but, uh, that's not a shock and it's, and it's not different than it. Like, you know, your, your big orange brightling. So what is it? The, the, uh, um, mer- uh, the endurance, what's the, like the endurance ones. No, the what's the their current dive watch? Uh, shoot, just watched Super the video Ocean. on it. Yeah, so the Breitling Super Ocean Two, that where the big one comes in orange, but then the smaller version comes in all the different colors. Sort of reminds me of that. So, but I think that's I think that's a good way to do it. And the design is not different from the larger watch to the smaller watches. Looks, it's it's you know the same the same information the same dial style etc um so it doesn't come off as like you know this you know this is a dainty girl's watch or you know this is a beefy men's watch you're like it, it doesn't it doesn't say that it doesn't doesn't have to say that it just you know that's 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 one of the reasons why i really like this design. yeah and they've definitely got that docs uh, kind of sub 200 styling to them where they're not afraid of color but they seem to be a, a lot I mean, it would be great to see one of these in person. There's actually a Fortis dealer here in uh, Winter Park in Florida where I live, which is good because I I always hated the idea of watch buys just having the complete monopoly on Fortis. But um, so they do. I'd love to see one in person. It's I'm going to do a bit more research into the 40 millimeter version because it seems like there is a delta movement delta. But I, I I would naturally go for the forty millimeter, but the forty four millimeter mm-hmm. seems to have yeah. a lot more going for it. But what do you think of the price range on this forty four? So it does have an in house kinesium movement in there, but so does the Black Bay fifty eight. Right. Yeah. So and that's a lot. I, yeah, that was the next. Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to say. So I think they're asking too much for the big big one, and. Maybe they're they're priced closer on the on the forty mil. I feel like they're reaching a little too far for that chronometer certification. Uh, knowing what I know about how much that costs now, well, certainly yeah. an in an in house uh, movement from Tudor or a you know from the same manufacturer, I'm sure is not cheap, and I'm I'm sure you're getting some of that. Uh, but I I I I'm highly suspect that it's. Uh, making up two thousand dollars of the additional cost of the watch, I, do, I don't no, think that's exactly. The case. And go back, guys, and watch the Christopher Ward interview I did, where he says that it's only what fifty pounds or something to get a watch chronometer certified. Little too much of an ask at uh, that four thousand plus price point uh, on the big boy, but uh, pretty okay. Twenty eight hundred, I think, is I think is is okay. I mean, that's I mean, there is plenty out there. That's less expensive in a Swiss three-hander with a date, but for the design and for the look, I, I think they're okay there. Well, let's dive into a bit of a main topic, and it's one that I'd not talked about, and I keep forgetting that we not talked about it. But if anybody remembers a while ago, I bought a Omega X thirty-three. I did like it, but when I got it, there was. I wasn't, it was one of those where I wasn't really feeling it in the end. Um, so I ended up deciding that I was going to sell it. Also, we're trying to buy a house and stuff. And I was getting, you know, when you look at 
a watch versus a deposit for a house. I was just trying to get the money together. And there were certain things that just I didn't love about it. That The screen is not that legible, the white hands. But anyway, they, they, I'm not doing a review of this watch. Um, but I decided to put it on Chrono 24, and it didn't actually sell on Chrono 24. Now, I'm a big fan of Chrono 24. They sponsored the show before, full disclosure. But if a watch doesn't sell, you can't remove the listing for three months. So you basically have to wait 90 days. And it is a difficult watch to sell because there's not a lot. And I paid a retail price for it. So I paid top of the market for it. I bought it actually from a retail store. But um, after it didn't sell on Chrono 24, I thought, why not try the eBay authentication? So here it is on, on eBay. Um, I, I did all the photos and everything. And then eBay automatically added the authentication service. I didn't have to action it. I think they're going to start charging it because at the moment it says free for a limited time. Yeah, and the, and the price point is 2000 right? It has to sell for over 2000 yeah, for it to be eligible. Now, as you saw just then, I put it on for 2500 I think I paid 2006 for it. Um, and I put it on for 2500 It didn't sell for that. In fact, I can't even remember what it did. I've probably blotted it from my memory because it probably annoyed me that it went for a lot less. But um, So you sell it, and honestly, there's not much to really say about it. it, it it's fairly uneventful which means that I think that that's actually a great thing because I just packaged it and sent it to just a person. It wasn't a a watch store or anything like that. It was a, I think it was a, a lady's name and I sent it off to her. And then I just got an email saying, your watch has been authenticated. I, I don't know whether the seller got, more about the authentication service but i don't think they did i i don't know what i was expecting chris whether yeah like a report or yeah. something so all right well so from the other side of that the only reason why i knew it was on its way to the authentication service is that the at the seller told me that okay. and sent me a picture of the box and basically was like hey just to let you know it's on the way to the authenticator so from my, from the from the purchaser standpoint, I I didn't you know it just it said it was on its you know it said you know you'll get free authentic authentication and um, that that has been started you know shipped but but beyond that there was really no information. Um, I found out it was going to some random business in Ohio. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of like I, we, as we dig into this, I, I definitely, uh, I would love to, if anybody knows if we, and we have to like do some digging and I know some people that maybe might be able to help us, but, uh, if anybody knows someone who's done eBay authentications, I, I, I'm, I'm curious. I, I'd love I to. think that would be a great interview to have a person that actually authenticates the watch, because I wonder whether it's independent people who are authenticating the watches but they're not actually part of a jewelry store because this is what would probably be the difference between chrono 24 there's no authentication but they hold the money in escrow ebay has this authentication service but it's not 
that transparent about how they authenticate it or a report. They don't do a con- condition report. Yeah, and there's not a, like I don't know of a like it's interesting. Like oh well, you know we'll we'll use our experts to authenticate it, but like I don't know uh you know what the standard of that is is it like people who have you know joined the you know new york watchmakers association or you know well this is the thing and you also can't be an expert in every watch can you we've talked about this Mm. before but uh, and then uh, the third option obviously is you've got like chronex and um crown and caliber which is now part of hodinky bob's watches where they receive the watch in and then they service it and you actually can see the process of it or at least there's youtube youtube videos of the process of them polishing it so there's different degrees i think ebay might have the edge because they're not charging it for the moment although the seller fees are the seller fees, I'm sure, and I need to quantify this, but I'm sure it would have been more than what I would have paid on Chrono Twenty Four. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're getting they're getting up like there, especially with the because they're doing the whole yeah. payment thing now, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they yeah they moved into taking payments directly, and then the fact that they're um, doing this authentication service, which they're saying is you know obviously adding value, which it seems like it's doing it you know, and uh, but they're. They're moving hard into this like used luxury watch space, which you know they do a ton of business in. So it's weird, isn't it? Because eBay, when it first came out, it was it was very much seen as a, a cultural phenomenon. And remember films at the time. I remember there was a film. Was it called SWAT or something? Where the big joke in it was that they were break. They had this um, police battering ram to get into a door, and then somebody's like, "Where did you get that from?" And they're like ebay and that was like the joke wasn't it It was like a popular yeah jokes in films I th- yeah like 10 like uh like maybe 15 yeah. years ago it was like you know you could just it was the joke was like you could just buy anything on ebay and it and it was in a pre-amazon world you know uh so nowadays like you know it, you know it's obvious that you can just get everything you want on amazon you're like you would get the battering ram from amazon i'm sure like i know friends that have ordered tube steel like like to build a roll cage in a car like this level of like like ordered from amazon and had it shipped to the like two you know sticks of uh steel etc and you're just like what and like industrial equipment anyway so yeah maybe that was the joke back in the day i i also want to hear the i want to hear the sob stories like i want to hear like you here's the show i'll make the netflix pitch here we go so eBay verifier, eBay authentication service, okay, that that does 300 watches a month. And then they just highlight the ones that are like where the watchmaker looks at it, like opens up the box and is like, oh my God, what is this? And then, and then, you know, uh, trying to figure out like where this dial came from. And it's just like a Frankenstein watch. It would make a good YouTube channel that. And there's funny because there's a lot of, um, I've been really probably more than I should uh, on TikTok. It's so addictive. I'm thinking of doing stuff on TikTok, like mini watch reviews, guys. I don't know how many people watch it for that type of thing, but I might, I might give it a go. But there's people that are doing that, like eBay returns and also where they're like ratting out customers. There's this one guy who does this hilarious 
bit where people send him in conversations of Facebook Marketplace. So, and then he oh, reads, okay, right. he reads yeah. them out. And they're hella, I mean, trying to sell yeah. anything on Facebook Marketplace is, oh, I know. is uh, yeah. nauseating. He does this one where, um, sorry, I think there's another TikToker where it does um, Facebook Marketplace if it was in real life. And basically somebody knocks on the door and says, is the bench still available? And the person's like, yes. And they're like, okay. And then just walk off. <laughs> and then we just walk right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's three hundred dollars. No, no, uh, no low bids. Okay, I'll give you twenty dollars yeah, for it. I'll give you fifty dollars for it. You're like, what? I, <laughs> there's a there's another one uh, with uh, um, where they buy lots like eBay lots, and then they just it's just like they just open up. I think they do it like on Amazon and some other stuff where they just buy a like the the lost return box where they yeah where they buy a pallet of just returns <laughs> and you're just like. What do we find? What's in this magic box? <laughs> well, yeah, we there went off a bit of a tangent there, but um, yeah, yeah. So back to back to eBay seller. So you sent it off to the authenticator, and then you were kind of done that at that it. point. Yeah, they sent it fully insured with the. I presume there's some. They put something in the box. I'm guessing to say it's been authenticated. But yeah, that was it completely uneventful so i would reckon i mean i would recommend it i mean it's purely based on one one experience with them but um i've had good success with corona 24 now i've had good success with ebay as well yeah well on the on the buyer side we'll we'll see i've heard you know i did a quick search and there are some horror stories out there but you know, if you search, you know, everything, everything on the internet is, you know, it's, it's not the, it's not the thousand people who had no, no, no problem with it that are complaining, that are writing the horrible review with pictures. It's just the one guy. Yeah, and it's not a condition you know, so. report either. It's not, it's not this watch is in the condition that the seller said it was going to be in. It's a, is this watch real or not? Yeah. Is it, right. Is it authentic? Is it, are you buying, like, is it authentic? So, yeah, we'll have to dig a little bit, see if we can, uh, yeah, see if we can get some more there. And again, uh, like the the stories, I would love to hear the, because I, there has to be the bin, like we said, uh, you know, maybe what, two weeks ago, there has to be the bin over at uh, Bob's Watches that's just the, like, this is not a Rolex. <laughs> This was never a Rolex, and I know that you bought it from a reputable dealer in Times Square, <laughs> but, but, uh, but no. So I'd uh, love to hear uh, some more of those stories. Yeah, exactly. Well, guys, um, and oh, oh, Chris, we, we, should, we, we were joking about this story before, but just in case he's listening, uh, a big shout out to Keanu Reeves, who gave all of the well, the top people that were in the rap wrapping up John Wick 4, which I can't wait for it to come out. They're absolutely fantastic. Those films gave them all Rolexes with engraved yeah. John Wick on the back. I don't, how, I don't know how we managed to get the Submariner, brand new Submariner Rolexes, but yeah. um, just picked up, picked up all yeah, of them. I don't know how picked many up, gave just away. Just grabbed all of them. Was it five or something <laughs> he gave away. I saw five or something in the picture, but that was just the, who knows if they all made it to the, to the wrist shot. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. <laughs> And he and he kept one for himself. Yeah, so, so. shout out to Keanu Reeves. Welcome on the show anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love cool. to hear you hear from you. All right, guys. Well, as always, we really appreciate you watching and listening, and we'll see you next time on Casual Watch Talk. Thanks, guys. Bye.